Welcome, welcome. So I'm still trying to like figure out like something I can do for like a theme song or like an automatic like intro. But welcome to Unfiltered with your host Megan. So I'm not gonna lie to you guys. All of these are pre-recorded because my allergies are getting really bad, and I know if I keep these up on time with when they're supposed to be dropped, um. It's not going to be good. Um, I am not going to lie to y'all. I'm waiting for Walmart to open right now. Um, so all of these are already going to be pre-recorded. Um, just to let you know. So that y'all can still understand me. And be able to get the content that you guys want. But they won't be posted until their actual days. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Because 2013 has a lot of poetry. So... And the first one is called Birthdays, and of course, it's on my birthday, March 30th. Ah. Um, so we're going to jump in and go ahead and start reading this poetry. Birthdays, written on March 30th, 2013. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road, being 19, I'll be waiting up at heaven. Lanisha and Morgan, always there. Put your name on the line. I'll never be the one, but you see. This is a test that I always fail. So this one right here, um, our teacher actually told us to write something like random things. So this is actually a class assignment. And I was actually able to go to, my, go to school on my birthday. Yeah, I was so happy. <laughs> but it was it was a class assignment and we had different things that we had to write about and then we had to cut them and we had to like fold them and then like pull them. Like we had to like mix them up. She gave us cups. We had to mix them up and then we just pulled it out and however we pulled it out, that's how the line went, which was a very fun thing to do. I actually might do that again. Um, because the way I'm going to be doing the rest of these episodes, the last two episodes, I'm going to do some creative poetry with you guys live. And not only am I going to do it live, but I'm also going to do it on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and TikTok Live. And we're going to do it together. And I'm going to make a big event for it. So if you guys want to join on it, you guys can. I'm going to put the event on Facebook. And we are going to have so much fun. I actually, where I used to work, um, it was for people that were NGI and ITP. We actually used to have a poetry class. And it was legit lit. Alright. Oh, I feel a sneeze coming on. So if I sneeze, I am so sorry. There's nothing I can do about my allergies. But the next poem is called Graduation. And it was written on May 30th, 2013. It's time to celebrate one of the most precious times of my life. I can't believe it's time. You hold my hand as I walk to the door. I feel you next to me when they call my name. The flash goes off and I see you in the crowd smiling at me. Once I sit and I see my diploma, I become euphoric, so excited. I walk outside and see my love. He says, I'm proud of you in my ear, 
but his face says otherwise. As I go home with parents, I feel down. Another year I wasted. Why am I here? This isn't for me. I lay down and sleep. So my graduation was very sad for me. Um, my senior, my final senior year in high school was very hard for me. Um, my aunt passed away from breast cancer and it was really hard on us. I was very close with her. I know a lot of people won't say that we were close because they didn't see us like hang around at the time because I would, the way I dealt with it was I hung, went, so when I found out that my aunt could possibly pass away from it, I didn't know how to deal with it. And so instead of like what my other family did, made like more time to be with her. And I wish I could go back in time and tell myself. Sorry, guys, I might start crying. I didn't tell, I, I wish I could tell myself, spend more time with her, you know, do that kind of stuff. I didn't know how to process it because she was the first person in my family that I really, other than my grandma, that I really looked up to. She was my best friend. She was my aunt. Anytime I was having problems with my mom, she was the one that I went to. We did lots of sleepovers. There was lots of family time. And my entire family was so happy. Everybody was happy. There was no issues in my family. And so when they told us she was really sick, and it was bad. I didn't know how to handle it. So I found myself going and being with my the person that I was with. Because I didn't know how to handle losing her. And so, you know, the last week that she was here, the entire family was with her at hospice and... It was, I was glad that I was there for that part, but I didn't know how to handle seeing her sick because I don't think I could have handled it that well. I think because during that time, not a lot of people realized that I was actually a really depressed child. I was having these weird dreams about childhood memories that I really didn't remember, but I was having them in my dreams. I was having a lot of night terrors, and I never really opened up or really talked to anybody about it, and it just, it really frustrated me, and the day before graduating, me and um, my boyfriend at the time, Michael, we got into an argument. So when I saw him at graduation at first, it was like, I'm happy to see you. I'm glad you're here. 
and but his facial expression didn't show that he was happy at all and it ended up just leading into another art texting argument on my way home like I just disassociated myself with my family that night and I just I went to bed and then the next day I went out got a job and started working so at the pool so that was very fun um so the next poem it's called cheating and this was written on July 12 2013 cheating is just is just a word no one likes to say to hear or to be accused of it's a word that can destroy a whole relationship a family a friendship some say getting a ride from a coworker when it's raining and you don't have a, a car is cheating some say going out with a group of coworkers is cheating some say cheating is defined by lack of communication i am accused of cheating i am a cheater for accepting a ride from an old older female that i work with at an elementary school when it was raining so the story behind this one is that i worked at an elementary school and i did an after and i was an after school advisor what happened we call it EDP down here and in Florida. I don't know what they call it in other places. Um, and it was raining really bad. And I was biking to and from. And, oh my God, Miss T, I miss and love her. She ever hears this. I want her to know she was the best EDP co-person you could ever have. She was awesome. She... She was amazing. Um, I hope her and her family are safe and everybody is good. She was that type of person. She was a good person. When it was raining and I saw it was going to be raining for a while, I said, I'll just wait it out. And she said, well, by that time it will be dark. And I don't feel comfortable with you riding your bike at night. And I said, it's okay. I ride my bike in the dark all the time, especially when I go to my other job. Just today, I'm off from the other job, so I don't have to go there. She was like, put your bike under, like, lock it up in our EDP area, and I'll I'll come get you in the morning. And she did just that, and me and Michael got into an argument, because I didn't text him or call him and let him know what was going on. But because I, during Monday through Friday, he he was still in school. He was a year younger than me. So, you know, out of respect, I know you. it's a school night. I'm not going to call you at 11 o'clock at night when I know your bus comes and gets you at 5 a.m. and you have to be up at 4 a.m. I'm not going to call you at 11 o'clock at night on a, on a Wednesday night. And... We ended up getting into an argument the next day after he got in school, after he got out of school and called me, and he was like, oh, now you call me, and I'm like, listen, I got a ride from a coworker, and I they took me home, and they came and picked me up this morning for work, 
that I'm about to ride to the other job. I had headphones, so, you know, I could walk, I could ride my bike and talk on the phone at the same time without having any problems. And, well, we just kept arguing and it just, every day it was an argument and it sucked because I was out of school. He was in school. We didn't see each other that much. I didn't have a car. I moved in with my cousin and was helping her take care of her two amazing boys that she has and was living life and was doing good, you know? And, well, we just kept arguing. It never got any better. Um, all right, so I only have two more poems left, but this next one is kind of long, and I don't know how long it's going to take. Podcast only gives me 30 minutes, and we're at 13. This is one of the hardest poems I had to write. Um, um, This this one touches me. Um, If I do start crying, it's because it's just a reminder of how my husband found me in my thought process during that time. And how he pulled me back from me going into this. And if you guys can hear it and see it, well, you know what I mean. You'll understand. But this is called Promises. It was written on October 18th, 2013. That's also the same day that my heart was shattered into a thousand pieces. And... It was a bad day. Actually, it was a a bad couple of months until I met my husband. I promised to have a relationship like our beginning, before the fighting, like when we were writing notes back and forth, and when I hiccup and you knew a secret no one else did. When we would write notes and you would say drip drop over and over, or when you would help me Put my phone in my pocket. When we would hold hands before it was banned. You may not feel like it is a big deal right now, but you have helped me accomplish so much. You helped me finish high school, figure out my dreams and goals, my artistic side. Past the fear of the testing anxiety by passing the FCAT. By believing in me when I even didn't. You have helped me in so many ways. You have helped me see not all guys are assholes. You got me into football when no one could. You got me willing to play your Xbox. I still remember every date we ever went on. Every letter you wrote. Every long, lovely text you sent. Every poem we wrote together. Everything, every time you telling me how much you love me, it meant to you. You once told me I was there for you with a tissue, to laugh with you, there to help you kick some douchebag's ass when you're angry. You also said Justin Timberlake's song, my song, my 
wasn't even enough to how you felt about me. You told me you can't stay mad or keep your distance. I'm not trying to use your words against you, but can I have what you said I did for you, done for me? I've never tried to hurt you, but somehow I do. This may seem more like a letter, but it is how I'm seem more like a, a letter. It is how I'm writing my promise to you without sounding crazy. I've always promised to love you. That promise will never change. I promise to try and fix our relationship the best that I can and will offer because I feel like I'm the one who ruined what we have. I promise to stronger my heart by working out three times a day so that you don't feel responsible for me going into heart failure. I'm going to tell you this once for now and many times later in life. If I do go into heart failure, it is not your fault. I could possibly go into it from the reaction of, to food. We will never know because my promise includes me dieting at an old, dying at an old age. Like when I'm 100 or older, I guess. I will not let myself go into heart failure. I promise that when it comes to venting, I will take and talk to you and not yell at you. I know I'm not someone who likes opening up, and I'm trying to. If I need to vent and can't talk to you, I will email you so that you still get me to open up. I promise not to let my anger get the best of me. My anger is the reason you're going through this. I'm so sorry about my anger. I am trying to control it without hurting you or harming myself. I promise to never cut or starve myself again. I promise that my pain starts to get too much. I will come to you in person and tell you I need you to hold me and I mean allow you to let me cry in your arms. I know I really don't do that, but I cry when I need to. I build it up and I know it's not healthy for me, but I'm going to try my very best to open up to you. I promise I'm going to try and be strong about life even if he, if it sucks i might sound like a dying record but i'm going to try and keep my promise because i know it will help our relationship since that is my promise it's time to tell you why we should try and work it out and work our relationship i love you with all my heart i really do and this might seem desperate or like you said expecting too much but I really do only see me with you because you teach me things every day. You have taught me how to love. You made me feel so happy when I talked to you. I feel like I'm on cloud nine. When we started talking, I was semi-happy because I wanted to be your girlfriend. When you asked me out Friday, September 23rd, 2010 at 4 p.m., I said yes. Anytime you ask me, I will always say yes. Our first date, you took me to see Real Steel. It was a Sunday, and your mom took us to and from. It was at 2.15. We shared a Coke and a popcorn. It was October 16, 2010. I remember all of our dates. I mean, 2011, my bad. I thought it said 10. Yes, we waited a whole year to go on a date. I remember all of our dates, the school lunch for Christmas, the Lorax for my birthday, Prometheus for our third date, 
corn maze last year for Halloween. Our bowling date nights. I have five top dates. We went on. Bowling, birthday, movie, Christmas lunch at school, our first date, and prom. So, in, in high school, my last year of high school with everything um, going on and me finding out about some allergies, um, it was really bad. Um, I had to be on a heart monitor for six months um, because I didn't know how to open up about my anger. I didn't know how to deal with it and I felt like I had nobody to talk to. And I had, after my aunt died, I shut myself out from people and I just did all that kind of stuff. And it, it was crazy. <laughs> it really was, but I was not in a very good place and my health fell really bad. Um, that's actually when I had my, well, my first real seizure that was documented by the hospital. Um, and I had seizures really bad. And it, it's been a while. So, like, that's why it's not considered, like, epileptic or anything. Um, it's because I'm severely allergic to lavender. And my husband knows this, um, but not a lot of people know this. I purposely purchased lavender and I tried to kill myself with it and that's just how depressed I was and not a lot of people knew it. I didn't have a good relationship with my family. I was being accused of things in high school that I could not even fathom. Um, I will actually do an episode or maybe do a season. I don't know. Depending on how you guys respond to it. Do a season of things that happened to me. Growing up. That is very painful for me to talk about. And I will talk about that. Um, I do have one last poem. From 2013. Um, buckle in. This one is deep. Kind of. It's called Dreaming. And it was written on November 23rd. 2013. Starts like a dream, every moment I have, to spare I see your name. I hear your name, I think about your name. Everything I do reminds me of you. Everywhere I go reminds me of you. My heart hurts because you're not there. I want you there and sometimes I think I need you there. But I know when I come to reality, you won't be. And when I face reality, I want to go back to my dream. I may look okay, but I really am not. I am hurt. I know I am. But when my mind sees you 90% of the time when I'm alone, what I am supposed to do? I can't tell anyone because I don't want to be judged. How am I supposed to strive if my mind isn't in the game? How am I to know I will be better and can move on? I have never felt like this with a breakup. I have. I never would have imagined being dumped the way I was. How do I face my family alone? How do I tell them I screwed up? How can I survive without endangering myself? How am I supposed to try and love again? 
They say when you meet your mate, you know. Well, I found mine, and he dumped me after four years and four days. How do I go back to being myself? How do I keep my promise? I would never know because these are questions eventually I'll have to answer myself without anyone's help. I can't help but cry myself to sleep. When I'm going to bed, my brain goes back to our camping trips and me spending the night once. I'm pushing everyone further than they need to be. I'm pushing everyone away because I want to be away. I want to be in my dreams where you are. I want to be in my dreams where I'm happy. Because when I'm not dreaming, I'm pure and 100% miserable. Damn, Megan, that was deep. Um, that was my first heartbreak I had to go through. Um, with Matthew, it wasn't really a heartbreak. It was more of I got tired of the... Well, the first time we broke up, it was because he cheated. Um, and I just didn't want to be with somebody that cheated on me. And then the second time, I broke up with him because it was like... You know, not gonna feel peer peer pressured. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have sex with you. So why should I be forced to have sex with you? So I was like, nope, I'm not gonna do it. So, but actually, I'm gonna actually look that up, my journals and everything, and do a timeline and like figure out a um whatchamacallit a so when I do my seasons and my episodes I write everything out and I actually have all the way up to season five planned out um because I'm gonna do them I'm gonna release them weekly each episode weekly and then not do anything for a month so that I have time to like relax and spend time with family and that kind of stuff, and then I'll re- release the new season, but nothing, everything is only recorded with that season, so with me pre-recording right now, it's only for season two, not season three, four, five, or anything like that, it's for season two, but I am almost out of time for this podcast, because I only get 30 minutes, but I hope you guys have a wonderful day, stay safe, and if you have allergies, make sure you take your allergy medicine. Bye.